0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome. My name is Simone Sanders Townsend. I am a host of Simone on MSNBC and Peacock, but today, I'm pleased to be your moderator because I am a Surface super stan, and we're going to have an amazing conversation about season one of this amazing show on Apple TV+. Plus. So to join me in this conversation, I brought a few friends. Veronica West is here. She is the executive producer and the showrunner of this amazing series. Lauren Neustadter is also with us. She's an executive producer on Surface. Google and... Masa Raw is here, if you've seen it, because I know you have, she plays Sophie, she's also an executive producer on this, and, and frankly, honey, she is given lead actress in a drama series, if you ask me. And last but certainly not least, it's Mr. Oliver Jackson-Cohen, who plays James on this amazing series. We loved him, then we hated him, then I don't know if we loved him again. And frankly, I really think that Oliver's performance is also giving support or a- supporting actor in a drama series, if you ask me. So welcome, welcome, welcome to you all. I, 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 I literally loved the series. And I I just can't wait to talk to you all about it. Veronica, Lauren, Oliver, Gulu, thank you all so, so much for being here. For for folks out there that don't know, I'm a super fan, okay? I'm a surface super fan. And I think what you all did this season was nothing short of remarkable. The character development, the twists and turns in the story. And so uh, that's where I want to start. Veronica, let me start with you. How in the hell did you come up with this one?
1: Well, you know, it came from something that I think all of us experience in our lives, especially as you age and you kind of become different people. Like I'm a mom now, Um, things change in your life. And you look back and you say like, I don't even know if I'd recognize 25 year old Veronica walking down the street, you know, who would that person be? How would I relate to that person? And kind of extrapolating that to this idea of like, what if somebody woke up and really didn't know who they'd been in their past, you know, and as they find those things out, as Sophie does in her journey, does it change who she is now? You know, has she been reborn? Has she become someone new because of the results of this, like heightened trauma that she's been through? Or are we is all- she, is
0: she who she says she is?
1: Well, she doesn't know who she is. <laughs> But she does by the end of the season. And that's what's really so remarkable about Gugu's performance is just watching that trajectory from the beginning of the season to the end and beyond, you know, about how she really starts to become more resolute and determined and realize who she is in her own skin.
0: Gugu, this performance is absolutely amazing. I mean, I ended the season wondering, I don't know who, I don't know if her real name is Sophie. I don't know if I'm calling (laughs) you Sophie Tess now, actually. (laughs) I started the season hating Oliver. By the end, I was quite sympathetic. Mm. Uh, When you first got this script, what made you, what was it in the script that made you want to sign on and say, I want to do this project?
2: Oh, well, I really just loved Veronica's writing. I felt like it was so compelling, the mystery of Sophie, the fact that Sophie is the mystery herself, in a sense, the fact that it's set in San Francisco, which has that sort of noir mystery um, energy to it anyway, but also just how suspenseful it felt, like you said, with Mm -hmm. the twists and turns, do you trust her husband, James? You know, it sets up this whole premise of this woman sort of looking to, to these other people in her life to define her and i thought that was a really sort of interesting jumping off point for her to kind of grow in her autonomy and as we get through the season obviously it's it's so juicy and and interesting and um as i say compelling so so for me it was it was the strength of the writing and then of course um the chance to get to work with the amazing hello sunshine and lauren Newstadt again um, having done uh, the morning show you know i knew the caliber of, of hello sunshine projects um and i i just had such a wonderful time on the morning show that I was so excited to know that it was in such amazing hands, and you know, with such female forward storytelling. So, so that was really what what drew me in. I the will female, also say-
0: yes, Lauren, talk to me about the female forward storytelling and Gugu
3: specifically because she played the heck out of this role. I would love to talk about Gugu specifically. <laughs> we we had such an incredible experience working with her on the morning show. She played Hannah Schoenfeld and she just blew us away. And on top of being the most phenomenal actress, she is really the most incredible person. And Reese and I really adored her. And we were amazed you know, at, at how she put her heart on the screen in that series. And it was such an impactful and unforgettable role. And so when we read Veronica's incredible script, we knew it was meant for Gugu. We had really been looking for something that we could do with Gugu that would really put Gugu at the center of the story. And so we felt like Sophie was an incredible role that would allow her to flex so many muscles and show us so many different things and really keep us as an audience on our toes. Um, We knew it was meant for her and we were very, very excited when she read it and very quickly said yes. I mean,
0: I'm, I'm really struck by this story because it is a it is not often um, whether we are talking about in movies on the big screen or on uh, Apple TV Plus that we see women of color that are centered in a story, but that are allowed to be dynamic and uh, the character of Sophie Tess is a woman of color, but it's very dynamic. It is, there are, you know, I I seem to think that Surface is really about the layers pulling, peeling the layers back. And we only, we all only know what we think we know. And far too many of us don't know too much, which brings me to Oliver Jackson Cohen. Okay. Yes, ma'am. In the beginning of this season, Oliver, uh, uh, I think I speak for all of the, the Surface super fans here. When we say, we thought you did it. <laughs> and, then, and then as the season progressed, your specific character development, your, your, the, the story that you jumped into and immersed yourself in really had me feeling quite pathetic by the end. Talk to me a little bit about your journey uh, with this character and what drew you to the project.
4: Well, I think, I think it's really interesting. That, I mean, everyone sort of said it, but, but so much of it is down to Veronica's writing. But I think what's so interesting about the show is it's all about perspective and what lens you're seeing things through. And so I, I think it's really interesting, the response to the James character sort of throughout, that uh, he's right from the get-go, if you go back and watch it, is desperately just trying to do the right thing and doing what he believes is right. And uh, I think that's what's so interesting about the show is that it, it, it paints him in so many different lights throughout and uh, hopefully, I mean, I feel like it does sort of change and progress, but um, I feel like the, the so much of it was in the writing, you know, it was all there on the page. Veronica had, had sort of written these eight brilliant scripts. It was so cleverly planned out that, um, yeah, it was it was a it was a it was a ride to do. I remember there was there was a point towards the end, like the later episodes where Google and I were like tag teaming. We were going in and just crying all day long.
0: <laughs> Why were you crying? Like
4: it was That's like three crazy. weeks. Do you remember it, Veronica? From that episode, like, seven, three... about
1: episode seven, six or From seven. Jam, yeah. jam. It got heavy at the yeah.
2: end. Um it
4: was relentless. <laughs> well I
2: think also Oliver, I mean you're being so like modest, but I think, you know, with James, you go on such a journey where he, yes. you know, and Oliver does this amazing, has this amazing skill of making you feel kind of that the menace of James, but also then, you know, we get to see the vulnerability and we get to see sort of his, you know, his perspective, you know, once we get to that amazing flashback episode in episode six, where you, you know, the whole point of view kind of is very much through James's eyes, and you get to see them when they first met and you know when a more innocent time in a way so you sort of get to see you know how potentially you know a love like that's that intense you know but with also that much ambition can can get turned you know sour so so i think it's like that delicate balance for james of like menace and then you know um caring caring too much you know i
0: i i agree and i think that the that comes out we've all talked about veronica's amazing writing here um it is with the twists and turns, these are really reveals. And every single episode builds off of the other. And there are, um, what do they call them, Easter eggs. I think in every episode that you watch the season and then you have to go back and watch it again because there's something that you miss. I am still wondering if the officers, if, if, if our good officer friend is actually dead. I don't know if anybody's gonna tell me. I know there's a season two, but but uh, so Veronica, if you wanna give me that nugget, I will take it now. Um, Just between us and our friends here. But did you know that this will be layered with um, so many reveals over the season?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think what was challenging and exciting about doing a story like this is that it really is a puzzle box, you know, like when Sophie wakes up in this life, everyone around her is lying to her, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody wants to shape her in the molds that they wish their relationship had been to right those wrongs that they have feeling guilt about through throughout kind of everything that's happened to her and the trauma. And for James, that's the biggest part of his character and what was so rewarding about working with all. Ollie and developing that character is that we knew from the beginning that exactly what he said—that he hadn't done anything. He thought they were for the right reasons. You know, he was trying to protect her, and he was lying to her and lying to the audience from the very beginning. But you don't think that. But then when you see how his performance evolves and what James is like when he is being honest and vulnerable, suddenly you realize, oh my God, he was lying the whole time. Of course he was. You know, but it's such a complicated. It's like, thing how could I not see the play? It's such a complicated thing to play, and he did it so effortlessly. And and we're just uh, in awe of their chemistry and dynamic all the time. And can't wait to see where season two takes Sophie and James's toxic slash love lover relationship. And, uh, and and no no nuggets on 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 my office of friend. <clears throat> um, I, I they would get so mad if I said a word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we
1: will have to wait for season two, Lauren. What if you had
0: to pick? Uh, one moment in this season, or I won't even make you pick one. It's so
3: hard. There's so many moments. Give me one. your top three. I you can, you can pick one. What is love. your what is your favorite moment in this season? It's the moment, but Veronica, you have to tell me because I'm not going to do a good job of what exact episode it was, but it was that moment that we shot in San Francisco when Cuckoo's walking up the street and the two guys are standing out in front yeah. of the house.
0: Oh Lord.
3: Walks up those stairs. <laughs> I loved it. I just felt like it was this moment where. She stood in her power. She had really come to understand so much. And she, I mean, whether she ultimately was clear or not, still a question, watch season two, but she was so clear in that moment. I just, I remember, I remember the day, I remember the dress. I remember, Gugu, you were walking with bare feet. <laughs> um, and the guys were watching. I just, it was this moment when I felt like the whole mood of the series mm. came together and the season came together so beautifully in that moment. And I knew that it was a moment that Veronica had imagined with such specificity. So there was a part of it that I felt was very emotional both when we filmed it and when I saw it on screen because it was all of the little details. It was the house, it was the dress, it was the guys, it was the car, it was all these things. And it was just this one moment where it kind of all came together. Um, and coalesced and and with such beauty and specificity. I just, it's, it's, it will stay with me.
0: That was the moment that Sophie said, YOLO. It was, yeah. that was the moment where, that was the- It was the YOLO that moment. Changed. It was the YOLO moment for her. <laughs> Oliver, what is your favorite moment from this season? Bring us in, what do you got?
4: I mean, uh, they're, they're, they're quite, they're quite a few. Um, but I, <sighs> I I loved all of the stuff, the early stuff, the stuff of when they first meet. I think that's I think it's so integral and especially at the time. It's again, it's sort of, you know, it's Veronica's brilliant writing that you 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 hold off for six episodes to then get to them first meeting. And I just I just love I love that whole section. I just thought it was so brilliantly written. And and hard thing to do to develop something in such a short period of time and show, you know, why they fell in love and what and I think that you've you've been through such turmoil with them of mistrust and what is actually going on, and to see that innocence and that purity in just two people genuinely like falling in love. I uh I I I loved all of that. But then there were like loads of great moments. I feel like all the stuff uh yeah, oh, I mean all this stuff what about of, you know, the stuff sort of What
2: about the fight with you and Stefan? And that was yeah. a pretty great <laughs> moment. I remember <laughs> on that that was like so intense. Um but it was it in was the like, restaurant. Uh, in the restaurant. Yeah, finally again I feel like the like like that moment you're talking about um Lauren, you know, where it becomes like the triangle becomes like sort of revealed, you know, there's a there's a lot of kind of, you know, Sophie going, you know, trying to figure out her identity between these two men and the relationship and who she was with, with each of them. And then, and then the moments where you get to see all three of them on screen, they're always so charged. Um, and I think, you know, coming coming to blows in, in that fight was re- really an intense, intense scene for sure.
4: All I remember from that night was everyone was really concerned that we were going to go through the window. I remember, <laughs> oh, I remember I mean, day there was like so yeah. much talk about us going through the window of the restaurant. Um, sure. yeah. I can
0: <laughs> confirm the window is still intact still, uh... <laughs> the the moments that we are talking about um the moment when Sophie walks up the street in San Francisco uh the moment that Oliver speaks about where we go back and we get to actually see the development of Sophie and James's relationship they 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 come one comes right after the other and I think what is so remarkable here is that in, in in just a couple episodes we the viewer feels like we know these full characters with these deep histories we don't know everything about them we have questions uh but the character development here when we talk about just the execution from Google and Oliver the writing the character development these are
1: you, you built a lot of full people in this story Veronica mm-hmm. I mean come on Well, I appreciate you saying that. That means a lot. Um, I think when we were thinking about Surface as having a longer life than the story of just the love triangle in season one, as a writer's group, we had to go back and say, okay, if she's can I do spoilers? If she stole the money, if she did these things that we find out in season one, why, you know, like, it'll be great to see those things happen in season one, but we have to know so that Gugu can know so that the characters make sense of why, what motivated that, what trauma did she go through? And, you know, there are a lot of scenes in that flashback episode when she starts to tell James a little bit about her past, a little bit about the truth, even if it's not specific biographical information, it's the emotional truth that she's kind of lived. Like, why not even the playing field? You know those kind of things that she says, and to me that that was alluding to what she had been through, but back in the UK and what had happened to her. So because of kind of the premise of the show, we really had to go back to the beginning before we could even join the story where the audience joins it.
0: I mean, I I, I feel like I know so much, but then again, I don't know enough. Okay, I have so much more very, to know. <laughs> I have some rapid questions for you, uh, James. James's bestie, were Were they really, was his bestie really in love with him? No. All right. Um, okay, are we sure?
1: Do you think she was?
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I, 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 I'm left with so many questions. The plot um, is so...
3: <laughs> the plot is very thin.
0: Okay, on the mental health point, um, was there ever concern about how you all would portray Uh, Sophie's experience with therapy.
1: I mean, I think it's something that we took very seriously from the beginning. You know, it's, it is a psychological thriller at at its core. This genre is about going to the dark recesses of people's minds and kind of our, our deepest, darkest thoughts. And that was something we didn't want to shy away from, but also wanted to treat that with respect and show, you know. How important um, and how delicate those situations can be.
0: Mm. What? I don't want to give anything away here, but what? I guess at the end of the day, uh, it feels to me that Sophie turns into the villain at the end of the at the end of the season. She is a she she she. We we started out quite sympathetic. This woman that had lost her entire memory. We find out everybody had been lying to her. Then we're incensed, and then. Somewhere along the way, we figure out, well, is this is she not who she says she is? And we we really learn the backstory when we go to the flashback. So, was it a conscious decision that uh, every that that no one uh, has a clean slate here, if you will, that everybody that there's just not one straight line for any one character, not James, not Sophie. Uh, it's all a little twisty turn. Mm-hmm.
2: That's something I find so fascinating about the show. And I think what makes it so nuanced and so rich is that nobody is purely a villain. No, you know, I mean, look at the journey of James. It's about your perspective. It's about what you know. It's about what you know about them. And I think, you know, and and similarly with Sophie, for me, you know, when you're playing somebody who is vulnerable, who is, you know, there is a naivety about not knowing the world that you're in that, you know, and yet she's still the same person that maybe did not such good things in her past, but does that make her a completely bad, person you know and I think it's about survival and it's about what she's done to survive in in the circles that that she's been in so obviously I can't look at her as a villain because (laughs) that's because, um, you know, I, I couldn't possibly judge her in that way. But I think what I love about the characters is that they are all complex. And I think that there is that gray area of, you know, nobody is purely good. Nobody is purely evil like life. I mean, there are very few people who are, you know, just 100 percent one thing. And I think that's what makes all the characters so interesting to play and also kind of so juicy in the dynamics between each other, because because the, the dynamics between, you know, who you trust and who you don't trust and who has secrets and who reveals secrets they're constantly shifting every single episode uh James what did you
0: learn James Oliver see I, I'm feeling I'm seeing I'm like James <laughs> Oliver what did you learn most in 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 doing this project and immersing yourself in the character of James uh James and Sophie's story what did you what's the lesson you take away from this project
4: Ooh. um <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, I think I think that the, I, I don't know necessarily if it's a lesson, but it's made me think so much. Veronica, uh, when I first met her, she 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 told me about this documentary called "Tell Me Who I Am," which is uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's it, it was sort of the basis of. It's about these two brothers who twin brothers. One of them has a character a motorcycle accident and can't remember anything about their childhood, and so. The one of the brother takes it upon him to kind of rewrite history for him, in order to save him from all the horrors that they experienced. And I think that that's where the show is, for me personally, and, and specifically for the James character is is it is so exciting because you know what what would you do, and what is the right thing, and and it sort of throws up a bunch of moral like moral ethical questions about. So I guess um, don't know necessarily if that answers your question, um, but I think but I think it's a very interesting. I don't know. It's, a, it's sort of very interesting concept to be to be to explore and specifically to explore over that length of time. Um, yeah, that probably doesn't answer your question. <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: <laughs>
0: no, it does. I think I think that actually hits it right on the nose. I, I mean, I guess I would ask Veronica and Lauren, what do you want? Uh, folks to take away from season one of Surface. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't note that there is a season two. Congrats on season two, everyone. We are waiting <laughs> with bated breath. Uh, okay, <laughs> let me know when you want to send up a smoke signal. Um,
3: what do you want folks to take away from season one? I will jump in and say, I want people to love it like you love it. I think it's so clear that you have watched the show and you savored it, and then you watched it again, and you were riveted, and we took you on a delicious, unforgettable ride. And I think that, you know, yes, we are, this is, these are incredibly substantive characters, and these are remarkable performances, but it's also really premium entertainment. And I think we live in a moment in our world right now when things feel heavy. And I think what surface is, is a show that people can immerse themselves in and really kind of, I think it will keep them on the edge of their seat in terms of the the twists and the turns. But I also think it will really connect them emotionally to these characters. I think, I think that it's a show that people can really immerse themselves in. As you can tell that Veronica and the cast and crew really immerse themselves in the making of it.
0: I love it. I feel, Yes. Yes. I feel it. I feel it. Is it. Veronica, I don't even know if you could follow that up.
1: Okay. You wrote the thing. Oh. Well, I'm <laughs> like from the philo- philosophical like point of view, like <laughs> oh, why no. right surface? And, um, I think at the end of it, I loved what you asked about is Sophie the villain, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we think about all the time. And, and Gugu and I talked about when we started this journey together. Um, and I think that for me, I, and maybe, I don't know, Gugu, if you feel the same way, but Mm -hmm. I will always love Sophie, no matter what I find out that she did in the past, because that's the person that we're on the journey with now. That's not the same person. You know, she had this opportunity to be Mm -hmm. rebooted, (laughs) reborn. And the person that I've watched make all the choices in the present, I'm rooting for her. I'm, I would make all the same choices that she made, you know, and the things that she finds out about herself in the past, it's really about how she reacts to that. So Long story short, everyone deserves a second chance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone deserves a second chance. Google, I want to go back to the point that I made about um, uh, women of color, Black women especially, having the space to play dynamic characters. And this is a project that you did not just act in, you produced in as well. Um, was the character specific? Was the story of Sophie the backstory of Sophie? Is that what? Is that the piece that said I? I this is a project I want to jump wholeheartedly into in the acting space, but also in the producing space. And as my understanding, this was this was your first. Producing
2: uh yeah, first uh EP role. Yeah, I mean really it was, you know, at the 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 sort of outset of of knowing about the project, meeting with Veronica, meeting with Lauren, the connection with Hello Sunshine, having the opportunity to pitch to Apple for the first time with Reese with a spoon, you know, to be able to be a part of the gestation of the pro project from such an early stage, um, with these relationships in place and with a character that really I felt like the story was through her eyes. You know, so for me, it was such a gift to be able to learn from from such phenomenal producers like Lauren, you know, to really feel mentored and held and, you know, le- led by example, you know, of, of how that space works and to be invited into those conversations, maybe on Zoom, not just on Zoom, on set, in post-production, in pre-production, you know, being a part of um, the selection process of not just the directors, but the costume designers and the makeup department heads and the cinematographers and, and the shape of the story. It's been an amazing learning curve for me. And I've, I've still got so much to learn, um, but it's, it's been um, a wonderful experience of empowerment. you know. And I think when it, when you are the lead character in a show, I think you, you are also not just the lead character, but the leading actor on the set as well. And I think, you know, you, you have to kind of set the tone with your energy and your spirit and I think you know having access to a a producerial role also helps um, you know with with that as well I think in terms of um, just having more information and being a part of more conversations that shape the show as a whole so so it's been a real a real privilege to to grow and and evolve in that way.
4: sorry can I also just jump in I I have to say I I am like blown away by Gugu I mean the fact that this is her first time producing her you know she talks about setting a tone the tone that she sets on that set is 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 just the most incredible I I I yeah she is an incredible human being an incredible actor and and also producer i just i just i just have to say in the fact that that was her first time doing it she 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 embraced it with such um yeah i i can't even think of the word it was it was like it's more than grace it it, it, it she she is yeah she is yeah i feel like anyone should work on a set where gugu is a producer on it <laughs> this
0: is high praise okay i want everyone who has ever worked with me to speak about me Either way, Oliver has just spoken about Google. But you know what? I think that really speaks to the culture that um, uh, the team put together of, of the folks who are doing this work of the show every day. This speaks to the camaraderie. And it shows, it's through on the screen. I, 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 I came to know Surface, uh, was it, co- what was I doing? It was, uh, I feel like it was COVID. One day I was at home and I'm a, I like to binge watch. And so I wanna, I wanna get something that I can see in a package cause I don't like to wait. And folks who I know were had been texting me about Surface, have you started it? Have you seen this? And I'm like, okay, I am gonna watch just one episode. And I watched as many as I could. Up until apparently I'm like, oh, I got to wait until it drops on Thursday. What is going on here? And this is a series that um, grips you, that pulls you in, that makes you want to get into the group chats um on my on my tv show i often talk about on on my news show i often talk about the the things that permeate the non-political group chats and when you have permeated the non-political group chats with uh when when there's crossover that is when you know you have something and with surface i think you all have something veronica lauren oliver Google. I mean, I could do this all day. Honestly, you all know me. I'll, I'll be waiting for season two. Okay. So y'all just let me know. And
3: uh, come visit us yeah, <laughs> I, will be taking you
0: I will be taking you up on that we offer. To have you. We're so Shirley, I, I, I want to see the magic happen in person, but what, what this team has put together from the writing to the superb acting to the chemistry, Is nothing short of remarkable. So kudos to you all. And it's been a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.